Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. <laughs> Vicious mockery. <laughs> She's like, go, 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 Where? Go. Okay, like a bard out of hell, part three, will our intrepid group of bards make it through? Or is there a TPK in their future? Let's find out. So you guys are going to go through the portal with her again? Uh, yeah, if, like, I feel like it'd be... I don't want to risk going back out that way. Sure. Yeah. So okay. We, we take the all of the contracts? Yep. Yeah, take them yep. all. Yeah. Okay. And before we leave, I do press the digitation to put things back in order. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything just kind of straightens up and is tip top. Two thumbs up. Um, so where you, you go through the portal and as you come out on the other side, you are standing in uh, Mr. Defunct's bedroom? <laughs> uh, okay. We're all like, yeah, it's definitely awkward. Awkward, oh, right? right? Um, again, super neat, the- <laughs> super tidy. Everything is in its place. Everything has a place. Um, the bed is made. The pillows are fluffed. Puzzled face at Ophelia right now. <laughs> <laughs> like everything is top notch. Um, the bed is huge, huge. Um, and uh, looks super comfy. There's a wardrobe filled with really expensive looking black suits, which seem to be his MO. <laughs> um, what's really weird is that there's a book of poetry that sits on the nightstand. Do you want to have a look at it? Sure. Yeah, I'll go look at the book. Okay, I would like you to roll for perception, please. Investigation, I suppose. No. Who'd you get? One. One. <laughs> okay, I mean, you recognize that it's a book, and you... <laughs> you I read, like, Infernal. I mean, it does have um, a cover on it, and the cover seems to be written in Celestial. I read Celestial. Yeah, but you rolled a one. So. You're obsessed with the bed. Yeah. You're jealous. Yeah, you're like... You're like, yeah, it's a poetry. Look, it says it right there in that word that's on the cover of that thing that looks like a book. Oh, look, the bed is really bouncy. <laughs> okay. I don't read the celestials like that at all. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if I do. I don't think I do. Okay. I think we're all doomed to not know what this book is. I do not read celestial. Okay. I do. You do? I do. Whoa. Okay, roll for investigation. Six. <laughs> okay. I mean, you managed to at least get the cover open. <laughs> wow. Yay! <laughs> the best part of the night. Right, right. There is a piece of paper that's kind of tucked in the book's cover, but you're not even really interested in finding uh, out what it is. Yeah. yeah. You're just kind of like, yeah, well, it's nope. a paper. Important yeah. plot point yeah. missed. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, you guys. It's so, Ophelia, fine. what are we doing in here? Um, she takes you over to the wardrobe and she pulls all of the clothes to one side and she kind of pushes at the back of the wardrobe and it gives way. So there's another secret room. Okay. Think Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. Yeah. 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 I slept through that movie. Oh, of course Aww. you did, weirdo. Can I ask where Defunk is right now? He's, uh, the last time you saw him, he was in the ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. Like partying? Yeah. That was the last time you saw him was when How was our time-wise for her, her big performance? I mean, yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> right? think you're immediately coming up to it. I feel like at this point, what? you've... What are you barking about? What do you want? What do you want? Nothing? Okay, cool. 
Um, at this point, I feel like it's probably been like maybe. Stop. <laughs> honestly, typical. Man. Oh, Wait till we're busy doing something before you decide you want something. Huh? Is his tail. So cute. <laughs> so cute. Okay, so, so we're good for time, boys. Yeah, you're okay. you're good for time. It's probably I been... pocket the book. As you follow her through the back of the wardrobe, you come into another room. You come into a room where there seems to be an angel chained in this room. Oh. Oh. As you walk through the door, um, he has his eyes closed, like he refuses to open his eyes. He's just like, nope. Not doing it. Not gonna open my eyes. Not my eyes. Not my eyes. The angel. The angel. Yeah. <laughs> can we help him? I mean, can you we can maybe unchain him. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, make a perception check. Nineteen. Natural twenty. Nineteen. Nine. Nine. Twenty-one Nine. total. It's always one. <laughs> um, okay, so as you are kind of taking in this angel that is above, standing in front of you, chained to a wall, you notice a shimmer of spectral chain, which is tied around his ankle, and that seems to be what is kind of keeping him docile, I suppose is the word that we should use here. He's just standing very, very still. He's just standing there with his eyes closed, refusing to open his eyes. He he's, seems to be aware that there are people in the room, though. What's your name? Okay, perfect. So he, an eye kind of pops open a little bit, and there's, like, light that comes out from the eye, like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? As soon as it's recognized that it's not Mr. Defunk, both eyes pop open, and he's super excited and super happy to see somebody besides Mr. Defunk. He explains that he was tasked with investigating the disappearance of several famous bards, and it was feared that there was an infernal connection happening here. He was spying on Mr. Defunk when he tricked him and captured him. Well, we can confirm <laughs> a lot of, large part of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Show him the contracts, mm -hmm. and we plan to destroy them okay. if we can figure out how to do it safely. How do we get him out? Do you still have that key? Yep. Maybe you should try the key. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Does anybody else feel this suddenly is slowly unraveling? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I like it. Definitely feel like that's. I like, like it. Kind of. I'm like panicking a little bit about it. But I try the key and surprise, it works. Yay! So now um, the angel is let go. Now the angel continues to explain a couple of other things. He says that he was he was caught while he was here trying to spy. And he's actually been trapped in the room. And what happens is Mr. Defunk makes him sing every song that Mr. Defunk writes. But in return, the angel is given everything that the angel could possibly want, except for freedom. Songbird in a cage kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Well kept pet. Eloquently put, you should be a DM. <laughs> it's gonna be you. <laughs> it's gonna be you. You're the one. I'm not going to let you know when it happens either. Help. I'm just going to be like, guess what? <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, no. <laughs> so we got the angel. Yeah. Do you remember any of the notes that were on his desk? Something about causing an angel to fall. How to, yeah, how to do a fallen angel. Yep. We didn't find anything about the puppets. There was that. It was how to kill a fallen angel, wasn't it? Yeah. Cause a following angel, I thought. 
Oh, that's on the back of the one I was looking at. <laughs> okay. Wow. Strong cake. Like I said, <laughs> you re- you recall the part about passwords? Oh yes, the name thing. The note that referenced passwords. Yeah, the name mm-hmm. he said never was going to use, but we never found out what it was. Yeah, the name he never was never wanted to use again. Right. Yes. Right. So, do you suppose there could be a reason why twin sister is invisible, skulking around Mister Defunct's office building? I figure she's out to get him for something. I mean, how's she acting around the angel? Like relieved. So is she? If he's the devil, so to say, be like the angel side? No, 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 nothing, nothing quite that extreme. There's no yin, yin and yang here. Um, I think she just wants to take over his position, maybe, uh, or just to ruin, ruin his reputation. Right. Yeah. Figure something like that. So a name he never expected so, to speak again. So uh, probably Ophelia. Does he then. know you're here, <laughs> Ophelia? As you, soon as you say her name, oh. the second, so there was the chain around his neck, right? The key opened that yeah. one. As soon as you say that word, the other chain that was weird, celestial Bound, chain. Binding him, yeah. yeah. That one um, falls off. Oh. It just goes, pop, oh, and falls off. her name? The name he never expected to speak again. Hang on a second. Huh. So um, the angel is like, thanks. That's really cool that I'm free now. I really do appreciate it. But I am really worried about the bards and freeing them from their infernal contracts and releasing any trapped music essence. Well, we have the contracts. Yeah, we have all the contracts. And we saw the room, but we're not sure exactly how we go about safely destroying it. Do we just burn it, the contracts, and smash the glasses? Or the, the gems things? We guess we described the room where we saw the dolls with the, the talents and stuff. Sure. Okay. He invites you to place all of the contracts on the ground. Okay. Sure. Okay. Angel. Now, because I'm such a dork and don't know um, a lot of my spells, I need um, a spell like infernal, uh, sorry, celestial. Is there like a celestial fire, heavens? I would think it'd be like sunray or... But that's not fire. That's not fire? No. Oh, that is the daylight one, isn't it? But that's not fire either. It's just bright light. Yeah. That causes burning or radiant damage. What we need here is for the angel to summon some kind of something that's going to set all those papers on fire. Holy that's fire. Holy fire. <laughs> holy fire. Holy fire. Where did that come from? Why wasn't that more obvious? We need some kind of holy fire to come down from the skies. Uh, um, P.S. We are completely off the rails and I'm completely making this up. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, the uh, celestial second level spell is Flaming Spear. That and works. Daylight oh. is their third level spell. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be the angel or can we one of our spells maybe? I think it needs to either well, radiant or... Yeah, I'm just thinking that because they're infernal contracts it needs to be something celestial to destroy it, you know? Right. I mean, would a cleric spell do it? So I have a really cool spell called Tiny Hut that I've wanted to play. <laughs> sure. Only because the it's Elman's Tiny, Tiny Hut. I've got that too. Yeah. What does it do? And can we use it just for fun? Not for <laughs> you hide in it, right? It won't help with this. I know. But it protects us. Yeah. Um, so we could have it so while we do that. I don't know how this would work. 
um, for this situation. Um, <coughs> one of my features as a protector, Asimar, mm -hmm. is Radiant Soul. Okay. So, starting at third level, you can use your action to unleash the divine energy within yourself, causing your eyes to glimmer and two luminous incorporeal wings to sprout from your back. Okay. Your transformation lasts for a minute or until you end it as a bonus action. During it, you have a flying speed of 30 feet, and once on each of your turns, you can deal extra radiant damage to one target when you deal damage to it with an attack or a spell. The extra radiant damage equals your level. Once you use this trait, you can use it again until you finish a long rest. Yeah, I don't know how that would... I don't know how that would translate. Because you want radiant damage to these things, is what you yeah. want, is radiant damage. Guiding yeah. bolts does radiant, doesn't it? Guiding bolt does, yes. That's a cleric spell. Right, because we have to use bard spells, right? Yeah. But yeah. if it's the celestial, do or not? I'm trying to find the right. But do do they cast Does he cast spells? All right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just do it. Okay, you ready? I don't Another know. What are we ready for? Brace yourselves. Okay. Uh -oh. Okay. So, um, Allegro instructs you to place the infernal contracts on the ground uh, in front of him. As you do that, he encourages you to take uh, a few steps back and get as close to the walls as you can. So, like as far away from the papers as possible. <laughs> should we go in our tiny hut? Yes. <laughs> yes, you, you should. Yeah. 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 You can pop the tiny hut up and yeah. get in that. That'll. Please no, do. it will actually too. protect you from the outside stuff. <laughs> yes. Please do. But people have to be beside you, I think, when they're going in. Hold hands. Otherwise, they can't yeah, go in with you. Right. Okay. Everybody hold hands. Tiny hat. Yep. Okay. Everybody, gather round. Does he want me to do anything with them? I can turn ass and mer. <laughs> you are an ass and her. <laughs> <laughs> I can I do my wings and stuff <laughs> and go celest all celestial. I think, you're, I think you're cool if you just jump in the hut. Jump in the hut, guys. Just to jump in the like hut. Like a weird Join little us. tent. Yeah. <laughs> Cast it. What does it do? Oh, I just kind of said it. You just kind of... <laughs> tiny hut! Hang on. Hang on. A 10-foot radius immobile dome of force springs into existence around and above you and remains stationary for the, the duration. The spell ends if you leave its area. Duration is eight hours. <laughs> That's long time how long is this fire gonna last right nine creatures of medium size or smaller can fit inside the dome with you everybody mm -hmm. medium mm -hmm. we're all tucked in mm -hmm. i'm tiny the spell fails if it is if its area includes a larger creature or more than nine creatures creatures and objects within the dome when you cast this spell can move through it freely all other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it which would be good if mr whatever his face comes in right Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry, regardless of the weather outside. Until the spell ends, you can command the interior to become dimly lit or dark. The dome is opaque from the outside of any color you choose, but it's transparent from the inside. So, casting time, one minute. Range, right. self, ten feet. Uh, we need a small crystal bead. I'm sure something you snatched As from that room. We I did. I did grab everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you probably have a spell focus. Yeah, to yeah. use as your for your spell casting. Your recorder. What that means. Your recorder is your spell focus. Okay, I don't know what that means, but sure. Uh, it gives <laughs> you. It just gives you the flexibility to be able to cast some spells without material uh, components. material components. Okay. So, yeah. 
Cool. So as long as you don't need like a diamond valued at five thousand gold pieces, like you're you're probably good. Anything, yeah. As long as it's a component and not a gold priced. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're good. Okay. So you're gonna cast hut, and everybody is in there with you, Ophelia, the whole bit. Come on, guys. Everybody. Okay. So yeah. everybody comes together. Um, Allegro kind of like gives you a wink, like, "Yep, yeah, good idea." Oh, you're probably gonna. Well, you're probably. Angel's, <laughs> the angel is flirting. Maybe he has fallen a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I fix my hair and my staples. <laughs> and you adjust the gold in your bosom yeah. to make and them even. Ching, 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 ching. It's not even at all. Yeah, it's like super lumpy. <laughs> it's amazing. It's cute. Yeah. Cute. Okay. So the the angel kind of like cr- cranks his neck, you know, straightens things out, stretches a little bit, you know, kind of does some side lunges. What the heck, guy? Come yeah. on. No, he's he's gonna. I mean, he's been, been, up, been changed up here for a while. Uh, he starts singing "Share." If I could turn back time, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know. Suddenly, does the, you hear the theme from Rocky. Does <laughs> yeah. like the it's double hand song at this point. stretch up over his head? He brings that down, touches the floor, uh, shifts his hips from side to side. Holy God, guy! Uh, come on. I start oh. elbowing. Um, I don't even remember your name. <laughs> I don't either. Sandy. 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 <laughs> what a mess. Right? We are a mess. I barely, I haven't had like no alcohol either. Well, whatever's in there. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah, sugar. It's still so sugar. much sugar. Sugar. Just as bad sometimes. Um, yeah, so uh, he does his um, stretches and then he goes incredibly still. And as he goes still, you see, like, his robes start to um, shift. Like, there's a breeze. Um, care- right? Careful. And he's, he begins to, <laughs> he, he starts to levitate slightly off okay. of the floor. And he closes his eyes, and he brings his legs up, like, cross-legged, right? So he's now hovering in the air, seated, seated in the, seated. Seated in a cross-legged position, and he folds his hands in prayer, um, closes his eyes, and bows his head. And he sits like that very, very still while his robes are still and his hair is moving in like a um, ethereal wind. And suddenly you see the papers on the floor. They start to not really flutter, but they start to, um, you know, move a bit. Undulate, I feel, is a good word for this description. And um, suddenly there's a smoke, but it's not like a gray typical smoke that you would see. This smoke is like a pure, 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 pure white smoke. And then you see the, the corners of the papers on the top start to curl. And they don't blacken. They turn white as they begin to curl in and then the next pages start to do the same, and then the next pages start to do the same, and then the next pages start to do the same. And you look back at uh, Allegro, I was gonna say ethereal, no, Allegro, and he opens his eyes and he lifts his head, and his eyes almost have like a, a white flame coming out of them. And as he looks down to the papers, they suddenly all com- combust, Combust? Mm-hmm. Combust. Combust. Um, into the brightest, whitest flame that you have ever seen. This is ethereal, celestial power at its purest, taking out these demonic contracts. And as this happens, you feel um, a bit of a shift. It's not like in your chest, but it's like 
it's definitely something on the inside of you that you feel like we're emotionally moved by something. Yeah, and there's there's definitely like a, a sense of of relief. There's a sense of finally being let go of a burden that you feel and as the fl- the flames start to die down, he starts to come back down to the floor and now he's like seated cross-legged on the floor. He, you know, seems to end his prayer. And he looks up at you. His eyes have now gone back to normal. And uh, he looks at you and he nods and he says, that should be that. And with that, he disappears. So now what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, She says, now we need to get you out of this tower before Emmanuel realizes what has happened. Do we need to smash those crystals too? Yes. Oh. In the dolls? Yeah. Or does the contract take care of that? I feel like we should should have asked that first. (laughs) 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 I feel like we should just get out of here, but maybe. Are they connected? Should we swing by Italia as we. Do we know how to get out of here? I feel it. How do we get out of here? (laughs) (laughs) She says, yes, no problem. I can get you guys out of here. And we'll stop by and we'll pick up. Talia and we will make sure that everything else is is squared away on our way out of the building but we need to get moving like now you guys can leave the hut because you guys put it up and everybody was on the inside when it went up so you guys um rush out of the room you're back through the portal you're coming back out of the bedroom you go back up the stairs you're not guests you can go all the way up the stairs we're with her damn it we're guests Um, we're guests now. Yeah. <laughs> we're guests now. No contracts. You That's come. Right. You come back through the ballroom, and everybody is still there, kind of partying and having a good time. Nobody seems to have noticed that the bard on the stage is not. not doing oh, anything. they're not doing really anything? doing anything anymore. Oh, they're just oh. kind of like we're good there. Kind mm-hmm. of like sidestepping off of the stage before everybody kind of realizes that the music has stopped so you guys just kind of like bob and weave your way through the crowds um you get back into the hallway and there's you know the the clothes racks and stuff are still there um Such and you Um, you uh see that there's a bit of a lineup now at the cloakroom so people are starting to um break away from the the big party Mm. you see that uh the guards uh seem to be on the lookout for for somebody which is kind of terrifying for you guys yeah. because it's got to be close to where you guys were supposed to start going on the stage. I'd use like a bonnet or cape or something around my head. <laughs> right. I'm, yeah. a, I'm lizard folk, so yeah. I'm kind of noticeable. Right. Yeah. So as you kind of start to bob and weave your way up through the line of people who are waiting in the cloakroom, standing at the, the part of the where the hallway meets the T part, remember yep. that back yep. there, stands Emmanuel. Nope. Yep. <laughs> there he is. And we, like we hold to I like have an invi- invisibility. Can we use invisibility? You, Do you have it on for everybody? Well, I, that's what I'm going to look up. Okay. Ophelia locks eyes with Emmanuel because she is not invisible at the moment. She was more concerned with getting you guys Get, out of the building. And he says, sister, I didn't expect to see you here. And she says, oh, brother, I never left. <laughs> 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 I kind of applaud. <laughs> right. Oh well dear. Said. Oh no. <laughs> he um, makes a move for her. She makes a move for him. And the blade warder himself. Yeah. And uh, the two of them begin to clash. So now it's up to you guys if you want to help or if you just want to leave, or what do you want to do? 
Let's do this. Yeah, I feel like time to break away from boss permanently. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. And I feel like Ophelia. So, yeah, scimitar out. Okay. Roll for initiative. (laughs) Five likes me for some stupid reason. I'm at eight. Eleven. Nine. Okay. Nine. Eleven, nine, nine. Uh, sorry, Christine, what did you get? Uh, eight. Aaron, can you roll a d4? Um, odds, Janet goes first, evens, you go first? Four. Four? Okay, so Aaron. And then Janet. And then... Um, but before we actually get into this, we're going to allow these two to kind of take a, a shot at each other before yeah. we get into our... Yeah, okay. Um, so she is going to, she's going to cast Fire Ray. 18 plus 7, yeah, that's going to hit. So it does 3d6 damage. 9, 10, 11 damage. Okay. And then he is going to, he's going to do the same thing right back to her. Oh, my God. And he rolls a one. (laughs) So instead of shooting fire towards her, he shoots, like, sparkles off of the (laughs) ends of his fingers. It must be from the drinking and, yeah, it must be the the drinking and the partying that he had um, been doing. So, Cynthia, you're up. Okay. I'm going to fire on him with my hand crossbow. Okay. 16. Doesn't hit. I get a bonus action, though. Okay. Actually, that inspiration dice you gave me. Sure. Roll again. Roll that for that Mm -hmm. that one again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, and then now my bonus one. Okay. Aaron, just so you know, you're next. Okay. That's what I'm working on. Okay. Yeah, no. That was a miss. That was a miss? Another miss. Okay. Aaron, what do you think you're going to do? Uh, how far away are we? You're probably 75 feet or less. Don't forget you have all of those spells, too. Yeah. Cloud of daggers. Ooh, good one. Okay. <laughs> 11. Doesn't hit. Janet? Janet? I'm also doing cloud of daggers. Okay. <laughs> Um, so 11. Doesn't hit. La dee da! Okay. Christine? Um, is he holding anything? Uh, he has nothing in his hands. Nothing in his hands? Okay. So I'm gonna cast Shatter. Uh, a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 of thunder damage on a failed save, or half as, such da- half as much damage on a successful one. A creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a con save of thirteen, please. Okay. Ooh, fifteen. Fifteen. So he saves it, but he only takes half the damage. So three. Uh, nineteen damage. So half that. So eight. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, That'd be nine. Nine. Oh, what is it? Thank you. It would be 16. Thank you, Uh Cynthia. Ophelia's turn. She is going to come at him with, oh, yeah, burning rapier. 18. Yes, that is going to hit. So that's five plus... Oh, I also want to use my movement to get closer. Three plus eight, D6. That's fine. You can. Seventy-five feet, she said, roughly. Yeah. You guys are all like kind of within. Oh yeah, so I should have moved. Clo- I would have moved closer to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be. It's a savage attack, man. Five, six, seven. So. Five, and seven. It's 12, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that to Ophelia? That, no, that was Ophelia to him. Oh, so to now him. it's his turn. Yeah. Uh, and she's probably closest to him at this point because she would have come at him with a melee weapon. He rolls four. Doesn't matter what I try to do because nothing is going to hit her. Okay. Cynthia. I look at him and I say, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. <laughs> Vicious mockery. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Psychic damage, isn't it? Yeah, so... Um, vicious, <laughs> vicious mockery is... You unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you can see within range. And I would have gotten within 60 feet of him. Okay. Um, if the target can hear you, though it need not understand you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of the next turn. Okay. He rolls 16. Plus. So 19. Yeah, that's going to make it. Okay. Does he just take half damage? Or does he just save? Yeah, no, I don't think he does. He takes anything. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Aaron. Can I do Cloud of Daggers again or no? Sure. <sighs> 15. Doesn't hit. <laughs> Did you add all your stuff in? Your spell attack bonus? Your, prof- your proficiency plus your... What's her... Uh, your spell attack bonus is 6. So what did you roll? 15. So A 15. 21. So 21. Yes. Okay, that's going to hit. Creature takes 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn here. Well, you still have it up, I would think. Yeah, okay, so um, d4. Okay, so yeah, the first, it's going to do that many dice damage this time. And then when he starts his next turn, he takes another round of damage. Okay. Okay, so you have to remember that because I don't know that I will. Okay. So it was 4d4, right? Roll it. I don't have a d4. What do you mean you don't have a d4? Who doesn't come to a oh, D&D party? Those ones. Yeah, the, the pyramids. The ouchy ones when you step on them. Yeah. The Lego ones. Yeah. 15. Nice little spell. Okay. Janet. So I'm going to cast fear. But I think I have to move first because... 30-foot cone, and we are at how many feet away? Well, we and you don't want to hit anyone else, Yeah, because you haven't said that you were moving forward, right? So I should move forward first. Yeah. I'm going to move forward. Yeah, you can still move forward and cast, right? 
I think yeah. so. Yes, you can move and cast. Yeah. yeah. Take an action. Okay. Yeah. So let's say you're 75 feet out. What's your movement speed? Uh, oh, it is... 25. 25. Okay. So, so you can move 25 feet. Yeah, so okay. you're now 50 feet away. That's not going to work. Okay. Maybe I will cast sleep. Sleep. Okay. Ranges 90 feet. Mm-hmm. This spell sends creatures into a magical slumber. Mm-hmm. Roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Mm-hmm. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose uh, are affected in ascending order. But it says range 90 feet. Right. So you say you choose him, and it can affect creatures within 20 feet of him. Oh, okay. Right? Got it. Um, starting with the creature that has the lowest current hit points, each creature affected by the spell falls unconscious until the spell ends. So that might hit Ophelia as well. Yes, and it and would affect the party. Yeah, I'm not going to do I'm that. Pretty close. So well, it, it depends, right? Because if it hits her as well, she hasn't taken any damage yet, right? But she'd still go to sleep. Yeah, she'd be unconscious. Well, she may, depending on who has the lowest hit points. And I'm right. not that high. Oh. Strictly speaking. <laughs> Undead and creatures immune to being charmed aren't affected by this spell. Is he... Well, he's not really... Is he undead? Demonic a demon? Of some sort. No, he's not he undead. Demons are not undead. Unless they're supposed to be undead. Or I could do Cloud of Daggers again. This is difficult. Only Thunderwave. I'm going to do Cloud of Daggers again. Okay. 19 plus my spell attack bonus gives yep. us 25. That is going to hit. And I have to roll how many d4s? 44s. Okay, I'll roll this twice. Uh, that's 5 total plus 7. So 7 plus 5 is 12. 12. Alrighty, we are on to Christine. Yes. Um, okay, I'm gonna use. Uh, what is it? I'm gonna use. I'm 40 feet out. I'm gonna use. Uh, my movement is 30 feet. I'm gonna use slashing flourish, which adds another 10 feet. Okay. And if I hit him, I get extra damage on that too. Wow. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna use two scimitar attacks. All right. Because I get two attacks per action. So that is. 20 to hit. Yeah, it's going to hit. So I rolled a 5, and because it hits, uh, it'll be 10 damage plus 14 damage total. Wow. And that includes the, the, the bonus. So 24 damage altogether? Uh, 20. Okay. Yeah, and one hit again. Uh, 24 to that hit. That hits? That'll be six damage for that one. He's and, uh, not looking good, guys. Bonus action for good. myself, uh, cantrip, uh, blade ward. Okay. Uh, Ophelia's turn. Yeah, that's going to hit. Uh, 3d6 fire damage. She's doing fire ray, and she can actually cast it twice. So, 14. He's down. Good. Does he have <laughs> immunities to fire? He's a demon. Uh, no. He has... Yes, he does. But he takes half damage, doesn't he? Half damage. Yeah, so six. He's still down. 
even if I go back in half the damage that she did to him the very first time she hit him, she's still down. Yeah. That's how far over that made him. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he's down. And she's like, go, 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 Where? Go. She's <laughs> yeah, like, just right. get out, get out, we get out. So, as you're running back towards the lounge, which really is where. I really want to check the doll room as we swing by. <laughs> oh, you want to. Yeah. Just, okay, just to make sure. Okay. Uh, you open the doll room, <laughs> and, like right and all of the dolls are now kind of like slumped over. Okay, They're not good, standing let's go. straight up <laughs> like they were. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> Just, as long as they're not glowing, you just book it. And okay. we got we got halfling chick with us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're gonna right. grab her. Jailbreak. Yeah, perfect. Okay, and you're running, and you're gonna go back towards the lobby. Um, and when you get to the lobby, um, you're just suddenly brought back to where you guys started. You're back on stage. <laughs> you're having a drink, and you're still. It's really weird because you're like soup or your stew is like your spoon is still at the point where you like you last oh, remember weird. you still have like your beer stein tilted up towards your mouth with the exact same amount of booze out at the bottom of it and you I was in the potty were in the potty <laughs> um primping yeah she was primping right. in were the potty on your wait hair. do I have all the things do I have my beautiful the gown, gown the, the gems all yes my booby gems? you're gonna keep your clothes and all of your booby gems <laughs> yes so you're all like flung back through the realm so same moment right through the multi-first yeah uh, like not even like there hasn't been like a hiccup in time okay oh, thank God. Since so my left. arms are still ready to catch those decks. yeah like yeah. you're like ah. <laughs> but i mean you you kind of take a step back and they all land on the floor and everybody's like boom yeah, and you're like what are you talking what? about I, I, I make a flourish because i'm like in a different outfit now yeah. <laughs> <Ta -da! laughs> you're not again i'm standing in the bar dressed like elvis <laughs> Sitting in the tavern, dressed like Elvis. Do I got a like toasted peanut butter sandwich or peanut butter and banana sandwich? Peanut butter and banana butter. sandwich. Absolutely. If that's what you want, that's what you got. got some new yes. clothes. And girls, that is mostly <laughs> like a bard out of hell. I got more daggers. <laughs> oh, I left one in the safe. <laughs> oh, no. oh, let's go back here. Right. Guys, like the last like three pages didn't make any sense. <laughs> well, we did it. Oh, oh, yeah, oh so just curious. How do we avoid the guard fights? Um, the guards were looking for you, but because you had your cloak up over your head. No, no, the the beginning one. You said we. Oh, the very one. very oh, beginning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they came in and we. Um, so we're like, we're sorry, boss. Posters. Um, Okay, so what happened was you guys didn't seem inclined to really try to escape. You didn't uh. seem like you were confrontational. So that's why Ophelia snuck up behind her and whispered in her ear, which was when I gave her the note. Uh. Um, and then after that, the Ophelia was kind of the catalyst to a distraction. Remember when she threw the glass against oh, yeah. the wall? That made the guards leave the room. Okay. Yeah. So we didn't fight, have to fight our way you out. You didn't have to fight your way out of that situation. So he who pays yeah. the piper calls the tune <laughs> is that the moral of this story <laughs> and that is officially a wrap on like a bard at a hell if you think you could take on a group of bards around your table dmsguild.com to find like a bard at a hell that's where we get all of our stuff uh, we want to remind you that if you have any feedback critiques criticism compliments all of it uh, find us on social media we're open to everything you can also send us an email at wizardsandwine at gmail.com 
getting set to kick off a campaign in 2020. We're very excited about that. We're busy putting things together and getting our episode zero ready, which is super exciting. So you'll be able to hear that uh, January 11th. Until next Tuesday, when we kick off another adventure with Wizards and Wine, always drink responsibly, always carry a D20, and we'll see you next Tuesday.